Hello, Camp World. This is Mitch at Camp Tawanda, and we are now kicking off a new season of the Beyond the Bugle podcast. This year, we will continue to give you insight and background to what's going on here at camp and what we're thinking about and preparing for. And hopefully it helps you as well. We kick off this first episode with an an amazing interview by one of our 10-year-old campers, Abigail Ackerman. So check this out. It's really impressive and helpful. So over to you, Abby. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of PW Kids, Everything Kids, 11050. And today I'm interviewing Amy Reefer. Amy is a child therapist, and she is very good at her job. I know because I've had her, and most of my friends have, and I really hope that she's going to be willing to spill some of the secrets. (laughs) But I know she won't, because I've asked her before. (laughs) If you want to reach her, if you want to reach her, she's going to tell us how at the end of the episode. Camp is a very exciting thing for everybody, especially if you're a first year going to either day camp or sleepaway camp. So without further delay, let's get right into things. What are some anxieties that kids can face prior to camp and how can parents help with that? Uh, That's a great question. I think one, um, the most important one is probably separation anxiety. I think that uh, kids are obviously used to being with their parents and living with their parents. And whether it's the first time at day camp or sleepaway camp, they have something called separation anxiety, which is separation from their parents and their caregivers. And I think that that is the most difficult thing. So I think sometimes, again, it doesn't matter whether it's day camp, probably mostly at sleepaway camp, kids will get homesick and just feel really like anxious that they don't have their parents to talk to or be with or hug, et cetera. Yeah, I know because some, cause some kids in my bunk, like the first couple of days were crying at night because they missed their parents. Yeah, a lot of times that happens. And usually what winds up happening is they get used to the rhythm of camp and usually it goes away. Yeah, I, um, I, did, I forgot about my parents in like the first two weeks and I actually sent them a blank letter once. You did? That is really funny. And the only letter I sent for them is, was asking $10 for Gatorade, but I spelled it Gatorade. Oh, that's great. And these letters are great to keep for parents because they a lot of times make them chuckle. Yeah, like I'm stuffing, I'm trying to stuff as many letters as like my parents wrote me um, two summers ago um, into my stationary kit so that way I could just read them. That's great. I think that's great. Um, What are some anxieties that kids have when they get to or at camp? Um, that can vary. Um, you know, anybody who has any little bit of a phobia, which is a, an irrational fear, um, that is a type of anxiety. And that sometimes happens at camps, right? Because there's either people are afraid of the dark or people are afraid of, you know, something coming out at night or afraid of bugs. So any of those little fears, I think sometimes happen when kids get to camp. Well, I think uh, most p- kids in my bunk have a phobia of bats now because guess what happened last two summers ago? Wait, a let me bat guess. Broke was there a bat? My, yes, the a bat broke into our bunk through a window and everybody thought I was dead because I was sleeping. Oh, that's so funny. You didn't wake up during it. Oh, good for you. 
Excellent. It's like people were, they said that people were screaming in my ear. And you still didn't wake up. Perks of being a city baby. Right. But actually it's really interesting because sleep anxiety is another big one. So people worry that they're not going to be able to fall asleep and they're not going to be able to sleep. And what happens if they wake up in the middle of the night? And what happens if the counselor's not there? A lot of worries around sleep happen too at sleepaway camp. Yeah, but I know that um, we had counselors in my bunk and one time I like woke up with my stomach hurting and like I didn't want to wake them up, but I eventually did. And they said that you could just wake them up at any time and they'll help you. Exactly. It was actually after visiting day and this one girl got so much stuff. She got like a pack of bread. I don't know why. So I just snacked on that for the rest of the night. Oh, that's great. Did it make you feel better? Yes. Excellent. Um, Like you said, I know that homesickness is like a very, very big anxiety. So how can kids really cope with that? I know that letters from parents help, but like what if they're like missing like them physically and how can um, staff um, or um, kids in their bunk or themselves help? So that's another great question because actually letters from home sometimes make it worse. Okay. And people think that the letters are home help. Okay, but what if parents are going to be writing letters to their kids, they have to make it seem like the kid's not missing anything. Like, oh, it's really boring here. I'm sure you're having so much fun at camp. Like talk about the kids at camp and not really, because a lot of times kids feel FOMO, right? The fear of missing out. And they feel like the whole world is continuing at home and they are not a part of it. So that is a very big thing for kids at camp. So I always tell parents to make it very simple, the letters. Like, you know, I went to work today, I had dinner with daddy and, you know, I hope you're having a great time. And did you read the book that I sent? You know, make it very simple, you know? Well, my brother, what my brother was home. So my, my mom was just writing about all the crazy things that my brother was doing. So, right. And you probably didn't want miss out on that. Cause you were like, I don't need him to be crazy. Right. Well, I know that, um, what's it called? Ugh. Visiting day is a very big problem for people. Like my, oh, my counselors actually had to hold me down to my bed because I just wanted to stay with my parents. Right. So actually talking about anxiety, cause that's what this is about and sleepaway camp. I would say that visiting day is the biggest source of anxiety um, for kids, um, campers and everybody involved, including the staff. Why? Because the kids anticipate it beforehand. So it's not just, it's called anticipatory anxiety. So they're working themselves up to see their parents, right? And they're getting nervous. Oh my God, what is it gonna be like? Oh my God, are they gonna change the way they looked? And I haven't seen them in so long and I'm so excited. I'm so, you know, I'm nervous, I'm excited. Um, all these emotions. So the beforehand is actually rough. So usually a few days before visiting day, okay? Visiting day is very hard. Okay. And then the leaving part is very difficult. And usually it takes a few days for the kids to kind of recover from visiting day. Um, you know, but one of the things that you should know, okay, is I think this year because of COVID, there are several camps that are not having visiting day. And I actually think that that's going to be better for kids' anxiety. Yeah. I know that my camp's not doing visiting day, but they're doing, I'm pretty sure they're doing more phone calls home. 
Right. And some are choosing to do like a Zoom or a FaceTime. Yes, I know that. Um, well, I don't really know that, but I feel like that if kids see like their parents' faces, they get like excited, but then they know that they're going to not see them for a while. Like, I feel like it's like a COVID test, like, or like a shot or any, something like that. You hype yourself up like so much and then it just lasts for three and you're like, oh my God, this is going to hurt so bad. This is going to hurt so bad. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And then it just lasts for three seconds and you're done. But you psych yourself up that you're like you're jerking and you're pulling away and it just makes it harder on yourself. Right. So that's what's, there's a name for that. And that's called anticipatory anxiety. So you anticipate the anxiety, you get worried that the anxiety is going to be there. And that was a great reflection based on a shot. And I think that visiting day is similar to that because then when their parents gone, it's like, okay, wait, they were only here for a few hours. It's over. Like, no, 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 no. I need more. I need more. And then they get sad. Um, yeah, I understand that, like, at the end of visiting day, like, every, most kids were, like, crying for their parents and everything like that. I know that when kids get to camp, it could, like, vary from camp to camp, but, like, what are some of, like, the, um, stuff that most camps, um, do when they, when the kids first get there? So, I think it's about, and this is just important for parents and kids to know, um, going to any type of camp. It's all about distraction. Okay. So I think one of the things that camp's really good at is when all of the kids come, new campers, old campers, whatever, they usually have activities right away. They're not going to have the kids sit in their bunk and put their clothes away. Because again, if you're doing something like that, you are going to be, your mind's going to be thinking about all of the things that you're missing and your parents and all that stuff. So distraction is the, one of the most important things to control anxiety, okay? You distract your mind, you're not gonna be thinking about the thing that makes you anxious. What do you think that the parents might be feeling when their kids go away? So that way the parents will be able to um, stop that from happening. So, um, I think that they could um, practice different techniques. I also think that they could send with their kids some things that distract them. So if there's a kid who's a reader, sends a bunch of books, okay? If there is a kid who likes to play cards, send cards or jacks or things that they could play with their bunk mates. <laughs> I think also parents having open discussions with their kids and saying, you're gonna be sad sometimes, right? You might miss me. Or you might want to hug me and that's okay. I love you. You love me. You're going to have a great summer. And just remember, you can do this, this, and this if you're feeling a certain way. Making sure that the kids have a specific person at camp that they feel safe with, that they can go to at any time, whether it's a counselor, a group leader, or the head of camp. It doesn't really matter who. I know what she said about the reader. I just got the Hunger Games series and it's for camp. And my mom was threatening me like, if you open this, if you read this, it will be a penalty of death. Right, because she wants you to keep it for camp, right? Yeah. Right, and is it something now you're excited for to read at camp? Yes, and like since she, um, she's not letting me read it. It's like, you want to read it more because you're not allowed to. Right. And that's another thing I tell parents about camp for the kids who are nervous about camp. 
I always joke around with the kids and I was like, listen, your parents are not going to be there to yell at you and tell you what to do or not to do. Like, enjoy it. I know. It's like, we get like, we get like dessert, like every single day. Can't. Oh, yeah. And like, I told my parents and like, just knock yourself out. And I'm like, you're seriously allowing me to do this. You are my, you're my parent who doesn't let me have dessert yeah. all the time. And you're letting me have dessert all the time. At camp because it's who are you and what have you done with my parents Uh uh-huh and that's what the best thing about camp is with COVID and everything going on in the world do you think that there's going to be changes to how um camps will handle the anxieties of the campers um yes and no okay I think with COVID there's going to be probably less kids in a bunk um So I think it's just going to be a more intimate type of environment. Um, I also think that the kids are really looking forward to getting away because it's been a really rough year and a half. So I think that that's going to be a really good thing for the camp. Okay. And I just, um, I'm, I'm not sure that there's anything necessarily about COVID that's gonna either help or hurt. I think that everybody's been living in this COVID world. You know, the only thing that I can think of is if maybe somebody gets sick, even if it's not COVID, um, I think the anxiety with the everybody is probably gonna be heightened around sickness. Um, You know, even if it's just like a stomach virus, you know, but everybody now, because there's been a year and a half of very little sickness other than COVID, there's going to come a time when regular colds and stomach viruses and strep throat are going to start to happen again. Okay. Which is totally normal. And I think people are going to start to get anxious. Oh my God, could it be COVID? Oh my God, it's COVID you know, but I think that the camps are going to be really on top of that. And they want to make sure that the kids are all safe and they're going to do whatever they need to do to keep, keep the kids safe. Also, I feel like that when the kids go this summer, they're not going to get the entire experience. So if you like it, so if the kids like sleepaway camp this summer, just wait until the next summer. That's actually a great point because I know a lot of them are not doing trips and not doing intercamp games and stuff like that. So that has definitely affected it. There's going to be more camp camp activities versus off camp activities. Yeah, what I think is going to happen, so I went two years ago, and it was really good. I don't think this year is going to be as good, but I feel like next year, it's going to be through the roof. And how super excited are you? Very. Good. Um, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you for, like, therapy or if they had more questions about sleepboy camp or day camp, how could they go about that? Oh, that's actually a great question. So they could always send me an email. Okay. My email address is amyreefer at gmail.com. And I will spell it. It's A-I-M-E-E-R-E-I-F-E-R at gmail.com. Okay. And then they could also call my um, work number. Okay. Which is 516 516- three, four, five, one, nine, three, five. I have a private practice in Woodbury. I'm doing both virtual and in-person for fully vaccinated clients at this point. 
Um, and just make sure when they leave a message on the voicemail that they leave it for Amy because there's all, uh, other therapists who work with me. Well, you might want to write that down because that's a lot to remember. But thank you, Amy, for your time. And tune in next time in, I'd say, about two months for some more PW Kids, Everything Kids 11050. Have a great summer. Thanks so much, Abigail. That really was impressive and helpful. Terrific insight. Okay, folks, that concludes this episode of Beyond the Bugle. We'll be back with more episodes throughout the summer. So be sure to uh, subscribe if you haven't already. That's it from Camp Tawanda. And don't forget your hand sanitizer.